The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I Am Athlete Tonight. What up, what up, what up, everyone on this good Friday? This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Seafood Connoisseur, and a man in a sack, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, 10-year defensive lineman, Lee J. Doosable. And you know I got my squad with me, former WNBA star, Trick shot queen who occasionally hangs out with LeBron James and Drake, everybody's favorite auntie. But you forgot Chantel Trimeter, right? And an NFL world renowned columnist who is a producer on I Am Athlete and a Winwood socialite. My guy, Omar Kelly. How's everybody doing tonight? I'm you good. Know, I'm I, good. I do have a question for you, dudes. You, What's I, up? I, did you leave off Russell Wilson on your sack list because you was listing off all the greats that you sacked and you left off Russell Wilson yeah, something? Because you said I, the greats. I, 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 thank you, Auntie. You answered that was an alley for him. Auntie. <laughs> my auntie, bad. Auntie my bad. answered it for me, so I don't have to answer. Appreciate that, Auntie. But but my question is this: Why is it that you know I'm on with a world world renowned uh, <laughs> reporter and a uh, you know, a super, a super defensive lineman, right? Oh, okay. But in my intro, it got to be that I'm being co-signed. You know, it's just the people I'm hanging out with. No, I hey, said WNBA star. No, like, like what the hell's okay. going on out here? <laughs> you need to say who usually um, is in the company of. You know, the people who hang out well, with her, not just because they hang out with her. Yeah, they, they hang out with you, auntie. To, you're right. You know you're right. I'll correct that. They hang out with you, auntie. <laughs> I'm messing. How y'all doing? I missed y'all. I missed y'all last week, but I'm good. I'm glad to be back with y'all. Yeah, I know you was a little bit under the weather, Auntie. Everything good with you? Yes, it is. Thank you so much. I'm good. I'm glad to be back with y'all. Yeah, I mean, we're glad to have you. I know it's been a while since me and you have been on the show together. Oh, how you doing? I know you was just in D.C. with the fellas. Yeah. Um, live tour in D.C. How did that go? Live tour, sold out house. We had Kyle Kuzma, um, who was talking uh, about the exploits of his wizards and the, the recent trip to Japan and and also his fashion, because, you know, he's a fashionista um, and it, mm-hmm. it was a good show. It was a good show. Self-proclaimed uh, fascination. Everybody's a fashionista. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, auntie. Wait a minute, auntie. Um, <laughs> Ever since he wore that long ass sweater, I was done. <laughs> when he wore that see, dress sweater, I was done see, with him. Let me let me let me break it down for you, because I, 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 you know, I have my concerns. I have my questions um, and he put it in a place where I could reach it. And I think everybody in the audience could reach it. He looks at fashion as art pieces. These are 
fashion is something that creates dialogue and creates discussion. It does, you know, and some some of those timeless pieces. Now, everybody is every every art piece is subjective, but isn't the point about it to to look at it and 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 discuss it, have 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 commentary, have opinions, and he he omitted that in in the little pink oversized sweater, right? Well, then everybody's a fashionista because then That's everybody, no matter what they're wearing, is going to be, you know, talked about and have a, an opinion. But if come on now, there's a difference between everybody can draw a stick figure, you know what I'm saying? Oh, and call it art. Wow. An I like that, Auntie. I'm I, on I it today. It. I got time for it today, dude. I love <laughs> it. I love it. I love it. We're going to need that fire today. But yeah, I'm with you, Auntie. Again, like fashion can be considered anything, whether you're trying to make a statement, whether you just want a piece to be talked about. So I think we just throw away, throw around that fashion niche, the word just easily. Like, yeah, yeah, everybody has their own swag and whatever you consider yourself, I guess, if you're confident in it, you're a fashionista. But yeah, some of these looks are just getting out of pocket these days. Fact. See, here's here's the thing that that I, I really want to get to, um, especially when, when do we get to the NBA, the stroll to the locker room being like the fashion runway? When, when did when did that? It's kind of it's kind of been like that, though, like even when they had to wear suits back in the day or even before well, that, no. when they were wearing baggy clothes. Like it's always been like players generally dress up to make statements on their walk to the locker room, even though, Auntie, what is it about a, a two or three minute walk? But, you know, right. all the cameras going to be out there. So you got to come with it. And right. I'm glad that it's kind of transferred over. Right. Because you see it in the NFL, you see it in the WNBA, like people really be putting on as far as their clothing attire to make statements just for the walk in now. Because, you know, when you leave the right. game, nobody really cares what you're wearing. But well, you walk know what's up, crazy? everybody's there. You're, you're crazy. And so I like to call them tunnel fits. Right. And <laughs> tunnel fits. Tunnel fits. So when, when you think when you're when you're on a team, right, you you both played on a team when you're on a team, it's always about the team. It's never about yourself. Right. And so the 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 only time that you can pretty much be 100 percent individual is on that walk into the game and and how you express yourself. And I say, you know, in tunnel fit, there's no I in team, but there isn't fit. And so, you know, be yourself and, and walk in however way you want it. I love it. I, I love when they show off their fashion and, you know, especially when they're wearing a certain kind of a sneaker. But, you know, I love when when they show off their fashion and 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 sometimes it's hits and sometimes it's misses. And we just talked about one young man who sometimes he just be missing like his jumper. <laughs> I got a question for you because we're talking about fashion before we get into the show. And we talked about the tunnel fits. Right. What do you think about Russell uh, Westbrook's fashion attire? I mean, he's a fashionista by the word by by Omar's definition, right? <laughs> you I mean, know. Hey, these guys are the transfer. Listen, Auntie, he did. I was. I will say this. I don't connect anymore with the young generation. I'm in, I'm in. I'm in that crowd of you know. That's not my generation. Like, for instance, the little Mikey episode we had on I Am Athlete. Right, man, oh, that man, was little Mikey, man. Listen, oh, huh? The, oh, I'm call sorry, him Mikey, man. Okay, <laughs> the... <laughs> he's still little. He's trying to put himself up with their greats of the NBA already. I, I am dying little, little to see bit. him. I am dying to see him on a court with some somebody that's not in high school. That right. that's that's one thing. Um, but that 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 episode was a hit with this young generation. Of course, oh, big. I mean, I, I don't connect or relate to them anymore. That's not a 
knock on them or knock on me. It's just, you know, and with fashion today, I'm sorry, but I don't connect or relate to what these young boys are wearing. So I don't even I don't even judge it or criticize it because they want to wear shoes with 10 colors in them. Oh, well, see, I wear shoes with 10 colors. Like I, I do love, too, so you know, I don't know what you're trying to get at, homie. I love I mean, they want to wear they want to wear some neon yellow at. sneakers, you know. That's like, sneakers wrong with that. Right. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's about it's crazy, right? When you talk about um, you know, team and they all we, we always want to be part of a team and and not be selfish and you know, when you when you have a couple minutes or a couple seconds actually to show a little bit of your individuality and like I said, they know the cameras are on them, are on them and ch- let me let you know, if Auntie would have been playing during this time, there ain't no telling. Y'all would have been talking about me like you're talking about Russell Westbrook and Kyle Kuzma because I'd have worn something just to, you know, if we playing like trash, I might, if we start off like 0-6, I might come dressed like, you know, Missy Elliott in, in a trash bag or something like that. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I Gotta I'm get like. that attention some type of way. Huh, auntie. Right. Oh, auntie, I ain't know like you was like that. Yeah, you know, I'm, you, you know, I'm about that life, Omar. Uh, okay, I see, <laughs> I see. That's funny. This is I Am Athlete. Tonight, I'm your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my squad, Aunt T. Chantel Trimeter and Omar Kelly. Let's get into the show. A lot has happened in the last 24 hours. There's hiring a so-called offensive genius as a head coach in the NFL really work. We'll discuss that. The video of Draymond Green punching mm-hmm. his teammate, Jordan Poole, was leaked. What does this mean for Draymond Green going forward? Somebody we'll discuss got that. Right, and we'll preview some NFL matchups for week five and give you our picks. But first, last night we all had to endure maybe one of the worst NFL games in NFL history on Thursday night football between the Indianapolis Colts and the Denver Broncos. The Colts survived the game as we survived watching the game 12 to 9. Now, the game featured seven field goals, a dozen punts, 25 third down stops, which is astronomical mm-hmm. four interceptions and six fumbles no touchdowns now um mr wilson finished 21 of 39 and that's mr russell wilson for 274 yards passing and no touchdowns had two interceptions late in the fourth quarter as the indianapolis Colts won the game now russell spoke after the game and he talked about owning this loss and simply needing to just be better this is what russell wilson had to say it's very simple. I think at the end of the day, um, I got to be better. I got to play better. Um, this team, you know, this defense played their, their butts off tonight. Um, we had some key good drives. We moved the ball, you know, in, in the red zone. We just didn't get to capitalize on some of them, um, you know, and uh, there's some plays there here and there that we can that we can capitalize on. We had a really good drive in overtime. Uh, they went down and kicked the field goal or whatever. We got the ball. We drove all the way down quickly. Um, that's how I think our offense should, should look, you know, quite often. Um, we were able to get, you know, make plays and do our thing. Guys did a good job blocking up that last drive, and um, they made a good play. It's not on Coach Hackett. It's not on anybody else. Um, he's called some good, really good plays. You know, we got we got to make the plays. We got to I got to be able to hit it, and we got to be able to get that first down. This and that, whatever it is. And um, you know, there's 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 it's disappointing tonight. Obviously, uh, we felt like we should have won that game. Now, I'm glad Russell Wilson took ownership because a lot of quarterbacks in that situation would be like, you know, we as a team got to get better. Instead of taking ownership and saying, I myself need to get better. Now, the great Wilson, ones do that. The, the great ones do go. that. Now, Wilson was sacked four times and only has four touchdown throws 
through the first five games of the season. Now, Denver just gave him a massive contract, $245 million. You had to bring up that man money. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You had to bring up that man money. You're damn right. $245 million. Exactly. The Walmart Walmart owners are bringing up that damn money right now. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that. Now, I don't want to tell you guys I told you so, but going back into the summer, I talked about this, right? And I said I would wait before paying Russell Wilson. He still had two years on this deal. I was, like The film that I've seen the last year and a half just hasn't looked well. This is what I said back in the summer about Russell Wilson and the Broncos. I honestly think the Denver Broncos are going to finish fourth in that division. I know a lot of people have picked them to win. Mm. I just, I got love for Russ, right? I think he's a hell of a quarterback. I honestly think the Denver Broncos are going to finish fourth in that division. I know a lot of people have picked them to win. Mm. I just, from what I've seen from Russell Wilson the last year and a half, I don't want to say he's on the big decline. I never like to say that about players, but it hasn't looked good, right? Um, you go back to the COVID year, I believe 2020, right? Um, first eight games of the season, unanimous MVP front runner, right? Let Russ cook. Let Russ cook. Mm-hmm. Everybody was screaming it, right? If you look at the history when Russ has been quarterback, when he's had success, when Seattle's had success, it's been balanced on offense, right? It's been a great running game. It's been the Legion of Doom, pass rushers getting after the quarterback, right? Uh, Marshawn Lynch in the backfield. Uh, last few years, they were letting Russ cook and banged out of the playoffs first round, banged out right. of the playoffs second round. They never really got far in the playoffs. So that's what I had to say about Russell Wilson and the Broncos um, before this season actually started. Now let's hear from the head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, who's been under some scrutiny as well. This is him talking after the loss to the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, I think we had a lot of opportunities. Again, those things continually show up and we're not capitalizing on them, whether it's a, um, a drop, a, a missed throw, a, uh, just too many things that you know aren't coming together. We keep continually hurting ourselves. And I think that's the thing that's frustrating and we need to address it as an offense and we need to fix that because the performance by the defense was spectacular and we're wasting those those great opportunities to be able to win a football game. All teams are tested through adversity throughout a season. For us, it's early in this season right now. And those guys uh, in that room are, are real tight. That locker room is real tight. They know they got to play together. I know R- Russell feels bad about that game, but it's not just on him. It's on all of us. It's the entire team. And for us to learn from this and grow. Now, Aunt T. Chantel and Omar Kelly, I don't know if you guys remember this, but in week one, fourth and five, they have the opportunity to either let Russ and the offense go out on the field or have their kicker, Brandon McManus, come out you be and kick a 700-yard huh? field goal, right? <laughs> there was a lot of scrutiny by Nathaniel Hackett. Mm. Now McManus does have the leg, but he missed the field goal to tie the game up and go into overtime versus the Seattle Seahawks. So people asked him, you know, yesterday after the same situation, fourth and one in the low red zone where the Broncos had struggled all year long and more specifically this game because they couldn't score a touchdown. They asked him about that fourth down play and what went into Nathaniel Hackett's mind. This is what he said. We wanted to win the game. We hadn't moved the ball very well the whole night, and I thought we had a spectacular drive to get all the way down there. Uh, it ended up being fourth and one and got the go to go for it and thought that was a good decision, wanted to put the ball in Russell's hands and call, called a play that we know that, that he really likes, and it didn't work out. Now I'm going to come to you first, Auntie. How concerned should ownership, the fan base, and even the GM and Denver be when it comes to Russell Wilson and his performance lately? Uh, 100% concerned. You mentioned it early. They paying this man a lot of money. And nobody's talking about this name now. Nobody's talking about KJ Hamler. 
Mm. Right. No one is talking about this young man who was wide open. Oh, they've been talking about it. <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying right here on this show because oh, we, about, we about to talk Russell, about it. Russell talking about I got to be better. I got to be better. They pay you that much money. You going to see somebody on a, on a quick slant. I mean, you going to see somebody. Everybody in the country saw that young man and you didn't see him. Look, I, I'm concerned for for the Broncos and and. You know, your I was on that day when you earlier in this in the um a couple months ago or when it was when um, he was popping his hear myself collar. in the background like mm, mm, mm-hmm. mm, mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and so telling lies about how he got respect for Russell Wilson. I do, but I can't lie about the film you, I see. Right. My job is you can analyst. respect them, but not not uh <laughs> you know, not be a fan. And and you know, I think that's not that I'm not a right? fan. I just I mean the, fa- the film is the film, you know, Auntie. He's playing like trash. He's not playing like a two hundred million dollar quarterback, and yeah. and you expect more. I know his teammates expect more. There was even a meme of one of his teammates looking at him side eyed during the Melvin game. Melvin Gordon, uh, yeah. Um, and and so you know he's under a lot of pressure, but you know they pay you that much money because they think you can handle that pressure. And and right now he's just not playing like like the quarterback that they thought they were gonna get. Um, and he better get this thing turned around really quick, or or his coach probably won't have a job. So before let I go me, to you, let me, Omar, let me let me let me break this down football wise because Auntie brings up a great point. KJ Hamler on that play. I don't know. Let's let's rewind the clock going back. Right, Seattle just went to Super Bowl. They're going for their second in a row. They're playing the New England Patriots. Right. Same situation. I believe it was either fourth and one or third and one. You got Marshawn Lynch in the backfield. You don't hand it off. Same play type. It was a rub route, but the, the Patriots do a good job, right? And and Butler, Malcolm Butler, comes around the corner, beats the receiver to the point, picks off Russell Wilson, Seattle Seahawks. They don't get their dynasty. They lose their, their Super Bowl. They could have won back-to-back Super Bowls. Right. Fast forward it to last night, right? They the, um, the Denver Broncos run the same route concept that he had when he was with Seattle. This time, they're playing man coverage, and K.J. Hamler comes free because Jerry Judy does a really good job pushing up on that flat route right there to get uh, Hamler free. Now, mm-hmm. if it's if it's a man, if they're playing man, that's the man beater. That's what that call is for. If it's zone, you look to the left and you see what Cortland Sutton is doing. But I don't understand how you cannot see that that was man. They were playing practically press right there. That was man all the way. It was fourth and one. They were playing man because they probably thought that Denver was going to run the ball. So they wanted to add more people to the box to potentially stop right. Melvin Gordon. But it seems like Russ, and I don't know this for a fact, but it looked like Cortland Sutton was the one guy he trusted that game, right? He was like, I'm going to him with the ball no matter what, no matter what the play call is. And that's what you can't do. Well, like you said, Auntie, you're getting paid $200 million. You have to trust your other teammates. KJ Hamler the week before makes a big catch for you on a 55-yard catch and run that gets you within two of the Las Vegas Raiders. Now your defense couldn't stop them the next drive and they go up by eight. But trust your other receivers. They they draw that play up because they probably – they're probably thinking the Colts are the last person to think that KJ Hamler is getting the ball in this situation. Right. He was scot-free. Now, by the time you look back, right, Melvin Gordon's coming out of the backfield and now he's in the way. You can't really see KJ Hamler, so you don't, you're not able to get him the ball. Cause I know a lot of people are saying, well, even if he comes off Cortland Sutton, he can still throw the ball. This is the NFL. DBs are fast. The way that Russell was standing, you're not going to be able to throw that off your back foot with enough velocity to get that into him. If he didn't hit them right away, Auntie, off the, the first pick. That was lost. He wasn't going to be able to go back to him. So I understand KJ Hamler's frustration, 
Now, I think as a teammate, you're not supposed to show your quarterback up like that, but you're acting off raw emotion, and that's what players do. So I can't fault him for that because he felt like, and he even told reporters after the game, I could have walked into the end zone. So, I mean, that's that's damaging for one of your receivers to come out and say that. But go ahead, Omar, go ahead. Because we know you uh, want to protect Russ. Go ahead and say what you got to say. Listen, listen, let me let me play my Brandon Marshall role and pretend like <laughs> Russell Wilson you, is my best friend. You sitting friend. in for Brandon today? Yeah, I'm sitting in for Brandon today. Listen. You know I at, like to get messy. Oh, at, at, at what point do we give Russell Wilson some grace and understanding that there's a level of discomfort with the fact that he's with a new offense, new organization, new coaches, new offensive line, new weaponry. And is he playing well right now? He is not. But we know that he has performed quite well for a decade. A decade. Yeah, but what have you done for me lately? Lately, he's off to a rough start right now. I not mean, lately, I'm talking about Omar. this year. I'm talking about last year and the year before that. New offensive line. New, new coach, yeah, I'm saying new offensive new, line. He's a, he's a smaller receivers. quarterback. Hold on. Wait. Yeah, everything. New it, contract. But honestly, another oh. thing to add on that, didn't the last two Super Bowl winners leave to new teams and Ooh. do the same thing? Sure did. Tom but you want to put him in a great well. category. And, and granted, the Tampa Bay offense didn't start off well last year. And neither but, did the Los Angeles Rams. But it wasn't this bad, Omar. And you neither did the Los Angeles Rams. No, they didn't. The Rams actually started off hot. They got they messed up towards the middle of the season. They okay, started off hot fair. last year. That's fair. But You're the right. Bucks, the Bucks, they didn't start off well, but they weren't playing this bad. This is a whole nother level of bad. But you're, you're talking about a team. I mean, yeah, they had a good defense in Denver. So there's some correlation. They had it. They're a top five defense right now. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. They yeah, held I, them to 12 points last night and lost. Come on, Listen. Omar. You giving you you saying giving grace. OK, but you're <laughs> a 10 year two. vet. You're a 10 year vet. Where's the criticism for Derek Carr? Where, where, where's the criticism? Oh, if, for Derek? oh, oh we're going to get to him later. Don't worry about that. Yeah, we're, we'll we're get actually going to get. We're gonna get to Matt Ryan because he he deserves he deserves some scrutiny too because he played right. horrible as well. Absolutely. But when you get two hundred million, you at the top of the show. Yeah, he's making more <laughs> than Carr. Yeah, I mean, you know, Carson Wentz. We could throw them under the bus too. It's it's it, it's 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 not an easy Mitch transition. Trubisky? Yeah, Mitch Trubisky. He ain't making yeah. the money they making out to you. He on the bench already. It. Go ahead. I'm sorry. My bad. Yeah, My I, bad. I, I get it. Right. Again, I think Russ is a good dude. Um, you know. One thing I don't like, and I, I want to say this publicly, I don't like people personally attacking him and his family because he's right. not doing well. That lets you know that they're what people's true intent is, right? And how they truly feel about a guy. Because as soon, as soon as he's down, he's coming at him. I haven't come at him crazy. The only thing I've, I've done is analyze the plays on the field. I've never right. came at him crazy. There's people talking about him and his wife and him being that's a father. I'm like, that's, that's uncalled for. Like, you don't, you don't take it personal there. That's BS, right? If you want to analyze him on the field, do that if you think he's corny off the field, whatever. But don't because he's he's down right now. Come at him personally like that. Right. Again, if you want to talk about it and analyze his game film, I'm cool on that. But as far as you talking about his family and stuff, I had to get out that get that off my chest because that really rubbed me the wrong way. What I was seeing on Twitter today. He married he, he Sierra. Is. That should make him play better. <laughs> let's one just two be step, honest. Auntie, one two Auntie, step. hilarious. Uh, let's, let's go to Nathaniel Hackett, right? Um, how much of the blame does he get for how the Broncos have played the first five games, uh, Omar Kelly? And then I'll go to you, Auntie. It, it's a transition for these coaches. The one thing I'm I'm very uncomfortable about, and I know we'll discuss this later on in the show, 
are coaches who ride great quarterbacks mm. to NFL head coaching success or, or um, offensive coordinator jobs. Oh, yeah. No, not even offensive coordinator jobs. I mean, it's really when you ride a head when you ride a because uh, you don't have to be the head coach. You don't have to be the offensive coordinator anymore. You could just be associated with an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom oh, but that's Brady. That's what I'm saying. It, but it'll it, elevate you to like a, a offensive coordinator job. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. Um, it makes me uncomfortable and it's it's and it doesn't prove and I'm I'm speaking from the Joe Philbin trauma that I experienced. Mm -hmm. Uh just because you were associated with Aaron Rodgers does not mean you're head coach worthy. Mm. Um and Joe Philbin was not a head coach in the NFL. And I am starting to create some doubt that Nathaniel Hackett is a head coach in the NFL. Just when you're watching some of those, some of the, you know, I, I initially, you know, some of the decisions I was like, okay, give him grace. It's, it's a, it's an early period. He's, he's still feeling his way out. He's still adjusting to what his role and responsibilities are. And trust me, as somebody who's been just thrusted into a leadership position, I now have a newfound respect for what head coaches and people who <laughs> lead organizations and teams oh, have to easy. do, have to do and have to endure. It ain't easy. So, you know, give him some time. I know this is the NFL. Nobody gets any time. Nobody gets any grace. You know, it, there's 17, 18 weeks and, and 17 of a matter. And 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 hopefully you're you're in the playoffs at the end of the season. But these transitions are not easy ones for, for teams to make. And you're making a head coach transition and a new quarterback transition at the same time, which can explain why it why why a Denver Broncos team might be slow getting out the gate. In a tough division, or what's supposed to be a tough division? That. You know, I I agree <laughs> with you a little bit. I think I don't think Hackett's going to go anywhere. I mean, the the Broncos have you know turned over two coaches in the last five seasons. They ain't trying to look for another one. On the other side, you know, this ownership group wasn't yeah. there when Hackett was hired, and exactly. so I, know, I, I I was just about to say that to counter your yeah. argument, Auntie. When I but when <laughs> I buy something, I would like to take some control over it. Well, absolutely, me. and if if you were talking about riding on the coattails and, and, you know, he spent what the last four years with, with Aaron Rodgers, And so, you know what it's like to be with a franchise quarterback and you have a franchise quarterback, not every franchise in the NFL has one. Um, and so you would expect an offensive minded coach who's worked with an Aaron Rodgers to be a little better with a $200 million quarterback. Um, you know, as far as giving them time, you know, a couple more weeks, but Lord have mercy, how much time are we gonna give this to NFL? Y'all well, y'all keep saying these two hundred million dollar quarterbacks, and I and I don't, I'm not disagreeing with you. It's a pretty important threshold, but I need to know how many quarterbacks got two hundred million dollar deals. There's only like probably the top ten guys, right? Right. I don't even know if the top ten got two hundred million dollar deals. But which oh, one well, is well, which one put, is playing if like you don't trash? Put Lamar right in now. there, then yeah, I was. But Lamar's about, playing well. Yeah, a, he, he deserves more than two hundred million. Right. By the time yeah. we get to the next block, I'm, I'm gonna have that list because I don't think I, a lot I, of guys. I, I can name it for you right now, to be honest with you. I think I can. It's Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, um, two Jared doing Goff, more I than think Russell. One. No, Jared Goff has won something. He's not two hundred, or he might be two hundred. I don't know if Josh Back Allen's a two hundred million dollar oh, deal. He is. You tripping? <laughs> um, Josh Allen is one. Um, yes, he is. Kyler Murray's one. Uh, doo -doo 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 -doo. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers for sure. Tom Brady is not. No. And should be. He should, mm. but that's what Brady does. I'm trying. I to mean, look. Got paid. Oh, Derek, did Derek Carr get to 200? We're 
look it up right now. I think he's right at the threshold. No, Kirk. Well, no. Well, Kirk not there either because I think he did like his his deal is about to end this year. Look, anyway. at the end of the day, let's talk about what folks are making this year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Russell Wilson making forty nine million dollars. That's the second highest quarterback in the league. Oof. Appreciate you got Kyler Murray Sean making less. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Derek Carr, Dak Prescott, who obviously hurt Matt Stafford and Kirk Cousin, who and I and believe Deshaun, who hasn't played yet. All of them are doing better than than Russell, and Russell's getting almost. Sean playing better than him million. too, and he ain't played yet. <laughs> he ain't doing nothing that Deshaun did. Yeah. So five two hundred million out of quarterbacks. Yeah. Ooh, Russell is not looking good. Neither is Kyler Murray. So hey. Well, no, Kyler, Kyler, it ain't been Kyler's fault. And you know me, I, right. I, I'm hard on Kyler Murray, but he literally has been. It's on. That's on Cliff Kingsbury. He literally has put this team on his back in multiple halves to have them at two and two right now. So that ain't on Kyler Murray. It's on the play calling. Mm. But um, let's get back to the Denver Broncos, Auntie. Where do you have the Denver Broncos in the AFC West pecking order? The same place that we thought they were the last time we spoke, fourth. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see them coming out any better than fourth. Period. Like that's it. Like that's all I have to say. I don't, I don't think they're playing what very think, well. Omar? I don't think they get it turned around quick. Um, I think they end it, end up fourth. I'm not throwing in the towel right now. I, I would say third. Okay. It's not Russ. Russell's gonna fight back. That's the character of, of Russell Wilson. Let's, well, let's, ride. Quickly, let's quickly get into the other quarterback in literally two minutes. And we've got to get the break. Um, if you look at Matt Ryan, right? He struggled yesterday as well. And he struggled all year long. He was 26 to 41. I for told you he was done. yards, two interceptions. Now mm-hmm. he's fumbled the ball 11 times and his season high. Uh, I think it's 12. And he's already remember when he was coming games. out of college from Boston College. What was the knock on him? He was a fumbler. Well, he, every time he gets hit, he fumbles. So this is Matt Ryan talking about the gutsy win they had yesterday and the middle toughness of this team. Through five games, we're 2-2-1, two, two and, and and we're right in the mix. And uh, I think our best football's in front of us. We do need to continue to, to make progress. We've got to play better than we did tonight. But at the end of the day, you got to win games, uh, even as you're trying to find out, you know, what we can be. And I'm proud of the fact that we did that. We found a way to, to come up with enough points to get the, the win, and um, it was tough. You know, there, there's no question about it, but we got a, we got a tough group. Uh, we need to play better for sure, but, um, you know, I'm proud of the guys. Yeah, now, just to, mm-hmm. to correct something real quick, like, he has 11 fumbles through this year. He set the record for most fumbles by a quarterback at 12, and that was in 2015, so he's looking to break his own record. Auntie and Omar, we know this was a terrible Thursday night game. I just want to push this conversation forward before we go to break. Could next week's game between the Commanders and Bears be even worse than this last one? Ooh, Lord. Jesus, Let's Lord. see what to do next Thursday night. I think I have a knitting class to go to. I don't think I can watch <laughs> the game. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. I take I take that as a maybe. It's a possible, like we say in spades, is a possible. It could be worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. Count it as a book. Hi, this is Lindsay Rhodes, host of the NFL Roadshow podcast. Now that the NFL season is finally underway, we'll be filling your podcast feeds with three, yes, three fantastic podcasts every week. On Mondays, we'll be reacting to all of the action from the weekend's games. Wednesdays are for a deeper dive into one specific topic. And Fridays, we'll give you a bite-sized episode with all of my various fantasy football thoughts. You can listen to all of these NFL Roadshow episodes on the SXM app or wherever you stream your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. 
the longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Draymond Green hit Jordan Poole with a hootie-hoo. Good hootie-hoo. lord. Ooh, now you practice. Now. Come what on, now. <laughs> Don't associate my song with violence, although it hey, did come after man, it did come up Halloween. Now, a video had just been released by TMZ, and it seems in the video that, you know, Jordan Poole and Draymond Green were talking back and forth. Then Draymond Green slowly walks over to Jordan Poole, puts his hand on him. Warning to Jordan Poole, sometime, anytime somebody comes with that energy into your airspace, protect yourself at all times, young blood. I'm going to just go ahead and give you that advice from my OG. Protect yourself at all times. So Draymond Green walks over to him, kind of puts his head on him, chest on him, and then Jordan Poole, you know, I don't want you all in my airspace, pushes him off. At that time, Jordan Poole, again, protect your airspace. Get your hands up. Draymond Green leaned with a, my, my guy Cliff just told me, a falcon punch and caught him with a quick right. It hit him so hard that he fell into the back of the wall and fell down. And Draymond, on the follow-through, caught him on the way down. Now, Draymond Green apologized to the Golden State Warriors on Thursday morning, says the GM Bob Myers. And this is what Bob Myers had to say regarding the incident that happened between the two. It's the NBA, it's professional sports. These things happen. Nobody likes it. Um, we don't condone it, but it happened. Uh, Draymond apologized to the team this morning. Jordan was there in the room. We were, I was there in the room, the team, the coaches, players. And um, we heard that. Um, as far as any suspension, punishment, fine, we're going to handle that internally. There's a process to these things. There's apologies. There's time. This is where you hope you have some equity in your team. But the very, very first thing is, is everybody okay? And as reported, Jordan did finish practice, um, which is a really good sign. And he didn't do it damaged. He did it and did it like he normally would. Now, Auntie Nomar, this is the disconnect between the GM and his players. And it all depends on how players grew up, right? Because if this is me, you're talking about suspensions. Fine. None of that matters. Me and this dude can't be on teams no more. 
because I'm fighting him every day I walk into that locker room. Even after I whoop him, we still got to fight off the GP, right? There's been times, Auntie, you know, I've been teammates, they've gotten into arguments and guys kind of square up and get in each other's face. But you don't expect your teammate to, to swing on you like that. First of all, if you got some type of energy, why are you coming up in my face like that first and foremost? We could talk about it because there has been talks about Draymond Green feeling some type of way about how Jordan Poole has been acting because potentially he's about to get paid. And we know Draymond, Draymond Green wants an extension. And I believe he's in his last year in this deal. And I think he has a player option. But if you walk he up on me like that, that, again, Jordan Poole, if somebody walks up on you with that energy, you got to be ready. In his mind, he's thinking, you know, this is probably my teammate. He ain't going to swing. We're disagreeing. I'm going to push him off me, and that's going to be the end. They're going to grab us. No, nah, always be ready. But because he hit him like that, like every day I see you, it's on site. So there's no way. And maybe the Warriors are different. You know, maybe they could be teammates. We've, you know, talked about this before, Omar Kelly. We had a situation in the Jets locker room when I was there, and one player had to go. Like there's, there's just no way possible, feasible, that if you hit me like that, Right. And I'm not expecting it, which you should always expect it, especially after you push somebody off, that it's not on site every time I see you. Now, again, I, I stated that Draymond Green has been frustrated about his contract status. And people are, are wondering, maybe because Jordan Poole's about to get his bag, maybe that led to what Draymond did to Jordan Poole. But the GM, Bob Meyer, said that's not the case. This is what he said about that. Some of the reports, and, and I commend all of you for doing your job well, it, it didn't take long for this to get out. Um, but but some of it, I, I I would say from my vantage point, I don't feel, and, and more importantly, you should ask the players that you talk to, I don't think this was related to who's getting paid and who isn't. I don't sense that. He's talking about you guys do a good job, and this guy. I think you guys wanted this to get out if we're being honest, Auntie. So, Auntie, does this fight at practice concern you about the Warriors this season? One, let me just say, <clears throat> I know you were saying, you know, if this was you, could be fighting on site or whatever. Jordan Poole ain't gonna fight Draymond Green on site. But you already that, know that. that like, say he gonna get that he Draymond get only does this to certain players. But we also got to understand this, right? And I love Draymond. You know, do I think it was necessary? No, but we don't know what was said before. Exactly. Before we, you know, we don't know what was. Draymond the, walked up to the, him with a super aggressive. Yeah, attitude. he said something. That he thing, didn't say. He didn't say to Draymond. I promise you, he didn't say. I'm about to get paid though, and you ain't like that. Ain't the only thing that warrants that meat to me, Auntie, would be somebody talking about your significant other or your kids. And and you know what? Ooh. But that's the thing is, we don't know what he said. And, and don't, but do you think Jordan Poole would take it there? But, that, that, but that seemed, we don't I'm know. Sorry. We that don't seemed know. Like a, that seemed like a, 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 a bitch ass comment. You call somebody, they did something in practice. They say, he said, you, you a bitch Dude's ass. Dudes talk like that in practice all the time. Bro. Exactly. But, but he was but, looking at, he was looking at Jordan for a while. So it, yes, he was. That, it could have been like this, this, hate. this, nah, this. He came up and chest butted him and yeah. Jordan pushed him away. Yeah, hey, I don't want you, you in my chest. You put your hands on me. But you put your hands on me. I'm a, and and you but just you did all this. Me, so you started say, it. Te technically, he started because he put his chest on him. Technically, we don't know what Jordan Poole was saying to Draymond. I can't wait. You know it's gonna right. come out. I, I thought. Right. I think it was more Draymond was saying something. I, I don't know. I, listen, I don't Re know. Regardless, what we don't know. But but yes. obviously, a fight in practice can be concerning. But you know what? 
we, we wouldn't the even good be talking stuff. about this. We wouldn't even be talking about this fight if it wasn't leaked. And you know how many fights are? Oh, we needed a no, video too. No, you know we, we, talk, we it, talked about it, but now the video confirmed that it was way worse than they tried to make it. No, so, that's what I'm saying. Like about like it wouldn't be this big if we were all looking at the tape. Auntie, right? I need your best fight that you've seen from teammates in practice. We missing out on this opportunity <laughs> right here. See, that's the problem. That's how we do in the WNBA. You don't we get keep out, what huh? goes on in house. Let her know. He don't know. He don't understand that, Auntie. It's a you know brother. Yeah, it's we, a sisterhood. Hey, we keep what's going on. And let me say this: mm. practices have got gotten a little bit testy before. Spicy. Um, but I'm the, I haven't ever you know just stole off on somebody, right? But you know, at the end of the day, look, Draymond did what he did. Jordan did what he did. You know, is it going to be tough for them to be? Jordan ain't do nothing but fall Absolutely. to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan did what he did. Yeah, he pushed them off. Oh, I bet you Jordan's friends are probably like, "Bro, you got yeah, your man. ass knocked the hell out." I bro. mean, but he wasn't expecting it. Uh, could you? Hey, uh, when you push somebody, you be better ready. be expecting it. You pushed him. You better be expecting. And he something. walked over there with that energy, Auntie. Always be ready. Right. Remember now, you pushed yeah, him away from you. Yeah, yeah. You pushed him away from you, and you still looking at him. You see him Facts. coming, bro. You better duck You've seen your it in his ass eyes, so Omar. Well. You seen it in his eyes. Right. He thought it was sweet. It ain't never sweet. And Draymond ain't got it all up there, anyways. And then you done, <laughs> yeah. you done, you done piss him off. All right, now you ain't got no jaw this morning. Your jaw hurt. You ain't gonna be able to eat nothing but soup. Well, I want to follow up before I let you get in, Omar, with Auntie, right? Uh, you talked about different situations and fights in locker rooms with teammates and other teammates fighting. This one's a little di- why again, you don't I know you don't want to tell us exactly what happened, but this one I think it's it's different because now we see the video footage. Um, like should Draymond makes what do you it think worse. Happens? Does Draymond get punished? Does he get traded? Like, what do you think is gonna happen, Auntie? Mm. For me, uh yeah. I think he has to be punished. At that, that I mean, he has to be. Uh, we don't know that's what it financial. is. I don't think Auntie, that's financial. Yeah, I don't think that they um, they trade him. Uh, you know, look, Draymond is one of the most valuable. Play- I know you got the best shooter in the world, and arguably another top five shooter on that team. Yeah. Um, and 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 Wiggins was amazing in the. In and the I think Poole is what like number one year. or two in free throw percentage. Right. Uh, but and he giving you almost twenty a game. But Draymond gave you that kind of leadership. And he gives you that kind of leadership. <clears throat> um, and and so, you know, I don't think they're going to trade him. I do think they punish him. What do they have? Two more games left in the um, preseason? Oh, no, it can't I mean, be no pre. Don't nobody care about No, no, no. I'm saying punishment. they have two more games left in the preseason and then the regular season starts. So I think it actually goes into the regular season or else, you know, they just find him some money and put it in his, you know, take it against your his contract next year. Hell, I don't know. But but they're going to punish him. <laughs> But they're not gonna trade him. You're not gonna trade Draymond Green, or you're not you're not playing in the in the nobody final trade next. for Draymond Green. Hmm? He's saying nobody, nobody trading. Now he tripping no. teams with trade shit. For I bet you them Lakers will come out there and, and I don't and even trade know what Draymond the Lakers Green. could trade with him for. But <laughs> there's a lot of teams that would take Draymond Green. Come on now, yeah. you know better than that, Omar. Um, this, this is, well, this is my question too, right? This is a he's had a couple instances instances with other players on the Warriors, right? We all know the Kevin Durant saga that happened, and I think they punished him and suspended him and fined him for that. I mean, that's why Auntie, you say you don't think they're going to trade him, but maybe they're out there with sin. I think it, it the Warriors have always kind of kept things in in house, right? Even the Kevin Durant thing was kind of in house, Auntie, until it but came they out. Didn't keep this video in house, but dude. that's what I'm saying. So, do you think that maybe 
I don't know. I'm not. I'm not putting this on the. Booze is trying to say that the Golden State Warriors leaked this videotape. I, so I, that they I'm can, just saying, don't you find so it they a little funny that this leaked the next green. day? <laughs> nah, I, I Listen, think somebody on that staff wanted a little money. And, and if I'm if I'm intern. in the video room, and I, well, I have access to the video, everybody's talking about it. Maybe it's circulating in the Golden State organization. From, I'm gonna you know, save it to my it. phone, and then nah, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna somebody. put my put my phone up to the screen, record mm-hmm. it. And get me a down payment for a house. I'm sorry, I'm yeah, but it. you know they're gonna find out who did it. So you're gonna get fired. So I hope it's more than a down payment. You better get your salary for the whole year. And they might sue you. But man, please, they can't I don't sue. Know me. They can sue them. They can't sue. Listen, right? it, well, it, I don't know because that's private. If, especially if it's during practice, you know how they use that that law yeah, talk. Like I guess taking footage depends. from practice facility out and selling right. to the open. Yeah, they sue you for that, auntie. But but I know this, you better not you better not punish the young man or young woman who leaked it more than you punish Draymond Green. Mm. Oh, please. He's going to be fi- that person going to be fired. Yeah, so I'm saying not, so that means you got to fire Draymond and make it easy. You, you <laughs> got make it you even. Got, you got to do something to Draymond. I I just I mean, I don't know how Jordan Poole is. But I just it couldn't be me. That's all I'm saying. Like there's no way Again, like like my guy Cliff in here who does our social media, he said that's a Falcon punch. You're not about to Falcon punch me and think that I ain't finna see you every day. Go ahead and and, and put your watch to it, because every time we see each other, you already can go ahead and put your watch to it. It's gonna it's gonna be on the cracking, because nah, it's it's that's not why going. You play like football that. and they play yeah. basketball. They ain't <laughs> trying to do that. Ain't nobody trying to. It ain't going no down. Like, one of us got auntie. One of us got to go. One of us got to go. Sirius XM Sound Forty Two presents Drake at Harlem's world-famous Apollo Theater, and you could be there. Go to the SXM app by 11 p.m. Eastern on October 26th and listen to Sound 42. Look for a pop-up message with instructions on how to enter for a chance to win. The app is included in your subscription. For rules and details, go to SiriusXM.com slash Drake. No purchase is necessary. A fan is using the Patriots Hall of Fame um, uh, a, pa- a fan is suing the Patriots Hall of Fame, claiming they ruined his Tom Brady sign American flag. We discuss that next in our two minute drill on I Am Athlete Tonight here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. All right, four minutes. Be right back. Okay. Cliff, what do you mean he got pushed? Oh, you're talking about uh, Draymond got pushed? Yeah, I mean, my thing is like he did get pushed first. Like, he I did get you. pushed first. Yeah, like going chest to chest with somebody is an aggressive move, but I don't think that. Nah, works. bro, that's that lets yeah. me know it's on. So like, I, I'm not about to just let you stay in my chest because I don't bro, know what you're about to do. My my thing is like we keep overlooking the, the pool instance because everybody's like, yo, you should have been ready. I'm like, bro, like that should teammate. He probably ain't think his teammate. You should be ready for one of your. Yeah, you should be ready for one of your teammates to punch you in the that's face. Why I thought like, was a, that's like, why I thought it was a sucker move because he probably thought like you know they were just gonna yeah. get chest to chest talk noise and they was gonna break it up. Right. He probably was, like, the last thing he was probably thinking is this dude ain't gonna swing. Like think, think about when, that, you know, when think about when Gino got sucked, right? That was like a four month. That's a good. Up. That's a good comparison because that's the last thing Gino was thinking. Right, right. <laughs> that's a four, and plus that was a four month buildup. It wasn't just like all right, like. He was yeah. talking shit right. in the group chat or something like that. Or but that's a little that's different. Like, that man, that man, like owed, Jordan, that, that man owed IK money for like six months. That's a little right, different. right. That's right. what I'm saying. But the like, build up like, was there, yo. Yeah. But like yeah. to Cliff's point, Jordan Poole's push might have just been like, "Hey, man, calm down, cool off a little bit." Like yeah. he wasn't expecting to get punched in response. No, I thought it was a sucker punch for sure. But again, anytime somebody come into your vicinity with that energy, you need to be ready. 
I, I don't wholeheartedly disagree. It's a, it's a very tricky and dicey uh, um, situation. Dude, would you, would your, would your, aunt, would your radar would have been up in that situation if you, bro, was, if, if, if you, you was pulled, you see how you far had... he walked away to get yeah. to him, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My would have been up, <laughs> especially because you already know how this dude. He kind of like bipolar already. So I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. Whatever you want to do, we could do. To be honest with you, that that tells everybody like you gotta be on alert when you deal with people. Bro, like at all times, bro. Yeah. At all. Like, See, I'm for always, for like, you always, I'm always thinking anyway. somebody energy there, yeah, Cliff. Yeah, so yeah, maybe yeah. that's just me. You always on alert anyway, but like my thing yeah. is like, bro, that's a practice setting. Like, I don't even like I don't see many a fights at practice. That don't mean nothing. <laughs> still football, aggressive ass sport. Like, that's different. Like, yeah. that's the scenario is still way different. Football, you tag yeah, it just pissed me off because he only do that to certain people. He had that same energy with uh energy with Tristan Thompson. I heard Trisha Thompson trashed him. Bro, he ain't want no smoke with him at all. They, they said he trashed him in um yeah, in LA bro, one day. He, some shit he like didn't that. want no smoke with him, bro. He only pick on dudes that's smaller. <laughs> that's crazy. Yo, that's really crazy. He yeah. ain't built like that. We saw that. He tried to go out there for Michigan State football. He wasn't built like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. They say he, he run for not built. He looks so <laughs> trash, too. <laughs> Wait, what was he? Those I see the. I, I never saw the video. Oh, there, you can, I think you can look him up. They're bad, bro. <laughs> Wait, what was he trying to play? though? what position? He's trying to play tight end. And what happened? He just couldn't move. Right? Oh, he just looked bad. I'm athletic. <laughs> One well, minute, he, has, he ain't really the best like athlete. <laughs> Damn, that was a quick four minutes too. <laughs> it always is. Wait until our two and a half minute break. I know uh, it's two and a half. I thought it was just two. Yeah, two two forty, really. Our clock's right. weird. I'm gonna try to get that quick twenty five in on that two two forty. Zach Wilson's at the game, uh Sean. God, I wish I was. <laughs> uh, I'll hopefully be there next weekend if they can get out of this round. Thirty. Uh the guy from the Padres still serving the suspension, right? Yeah, he's not playing. He won't be playing till May. Damn. And, he, and even if his suspension was over, a PED suspension means you're automatically disqualified from the playoffs. Oh, okay. That's good to you know. You better know your baseball, Sean. Oh, Sean. Sean's a big, big Mets fan, guy. Auntie. I'm sorry. All right, here we go. You said I'm <laughs> sorry. Playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. <laughs> Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Time now for the two-minute drill. Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee Shane Doosable, with my squad, Auntie Chantel Trimeter and Omar Kelly. And you guys heard it. It's our two-minute drill. Now, on our two-minute drill, our producer, Sean, comes on and gives us some topics. Some are sports-related, some are not. Then we have two minutes to discuss it. Sean, what's our first topic? So, dudes, you teased it going into the break here. A fan is suing the New England Patriots Hall of Fame, claiming it ruined his one-of-a-kind Tom Brady signed American flag, costing him potentially over $1 million. So listen to this story here. Daniel Vitale says that back in early 2020, he acquired a flag that had been autographed by Brady. He said the flag was ultra rare and had flown at Foxborough Stadium during the Patriots-Dolphins game in 2001, which, of course, we know the same season that Brady took over as the starter in New England and was signed by the quarterback a few years later. Now, Vitell said he believed it to be the only American flag known to be signed by Brady in existence. He claims in his suit that the Patriots Hall of Fame wanted it and officials there promised him 
it would be curated to the highest standard. Well, Vitel says he handed it over under that premise, under the premises that it would be, and it was almost immediately displayed underneath the Brady Super Bowl jersey that had been infamously stolen and later recovered. Vitel said uh, months later he was considering asking for it back. He said due to Brady's potential retirement and the subsequent skyrocketing value of Brady's memorabilia, he was thinking about putting it up for auction. But that's when he says he found out that the quarterback's autograph had faded due to what he claims is the way the Hall of Fame improperly displayed the piece. He is asking for damages. Guys, signatures fade? Does this guy have a case here? I don't know. So, Sean, I'm kind of confused. So, did he give this to them or did he sell it to them? I'm almost confused. He, he, I'm almost a, confused. It's a loan. It. He loaned it to them. Yes. That's what I'm saying. So, like, did he have paperwork stating that? Like, that's, oh, that's the uh, it's the same part. thing. Uh, the art that you see in galleries is not owned by those galleries. They're owned by collectors, private collectors. Yeah, but paperwork is loan. put in place for that. You're you're correct, and you're assuming that there should be some paperwork that pay compensates him if if the if the 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 merchandise if something is, is damaged. Yes, correct. Mm. That, that that there should be you're right dudes there should be some language he said they promised him that's what i'm it saying better, that's I why i was so confused i'm like what you mean promise damn so y'all, y'all y'all want so so he y'all are saying that basically he has a right to sue because there was no paperwork done well i don't know that's what i'm saying you know i'm saying he doesn't have a right to because he doesn't have any paperwork right and and look at the no friendship in business you knew, you knew how so that cut, you knew bro. how that it was you knew it was being um you knew how it was being displayed you know you exactly all your own thing and and oh, now you saying hold on hold on hold on hold on just because right. you gave it just because you had it exposed to the sun uh and it allowed it to be discolored it away. It, it fade away that's on you now you, you to take care and protect my merchandise yeah my, but he should have had all that in paperwork and writing Damn, y'all cold blooded. Nah, this is life. Go, good luck in court. Is what I'm gonna say. Sean, what's our better, last? Or he better get a he better get a better pen to get it get a next signature. Yeah. So so really quick, guys, about a minute here. So after months of anticipation and and light anticipation, the spread is 23 points. But hey, Texas A and M and Alabama are playing tomorrow, guys. Now again, A and M is a 23 point underdog Oof. in the game tomorrow. They're terrible, but it is interesting <laughs> to see what happens when Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban come face to face after the game. This, of course, comes after Fisher's comments about Nick Saban over the summer when Saban called out Texas A&M for how they recruit players. I think you guys know how that one went. Do you guys believe really quick Jimbo and Saban will shake hands after the game? I think they will because they already came out and said there's really no beef, even though they're lying. And I think Alabama gets revenge because they lost this game last year and Texas A&M actually wasn't that good. They were all right. Their offense has got awful this year. So I think Bama covers the spread. What you think, Auntie? Do you think they shake hands after? Absolutely. And Nick Saban, no, he's going to walk over and shake that man's hand. And, you and think, Texas A&M is young, though. They're going to be good. Gonna, to, uh, Alabama going to run it up. Then yeah, I shake I, hands. I think this gets, gets ugly by the first quarter. Now, Bryce Young, supposedly, they don't know if he's going to play. That's the big question mark. I Am Athlete Tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete Tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? 
Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete tonight, weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA Tonight Trial to start your free trial today. Sirius XM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.